0: Rigged a full on LS powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve.
1: I'm Mike. And you're listening to episode 192
0: of the Total Offroad Podcast. 192 episodes. Hell yeah. What do you got for oh. us today, Mike? Uh, what do I have for
1: us today? For you today, I'm serving a hot steaming plate of Chris Willie.
2: How's everybody doing?
1: You, you <laughs> have never, never been in like a <laughs> What's that?
2: I said that sounded really creepy.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you're you are actually making a hot steaming plate of food for your family, but you know, a hot steaming plate of you will do just fine also. Oh boy. <laughs> I know it's not even a Patreon <laughs> yet. Okay, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out.
0: Right. <laughs> why why do we have Chris on here today?
1: Oh man, why do we have Chris on here today? Chris has done so much more cool shit than we have recently that we figured we should probably get someone on here that actually does some off-road related things. And so here he is. Uh, What are the off-road
2: things do you want to
1: talk about? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I mean, like, obviously one of them is more off-road than the other, but the other one's pretty cool
0: too. You know what I want to start with?
1: What do you want to start with?
0: I want to start with saying, hey, Chris, thank you. Thank you for all the hard work that you And everyone else did for core.
2: Well, I'm glad you appreciate it.
0: I really do. It was, it was a great event and it was awesome to watch all Jeremy's videos. And I hope that it continues.
2: You know, I can't. uh, Jeremy did the editing and did an awesome job with it, but we would be remiss with, to not talk about Eric and Tyler and Kyle for that you know all the other angles they got and then Andrew and Roger with the 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 still shots some of those the way uh they took those still shots and then made them into it will like a remind me of like of the old time movies you know the,
3: the how yeah. they are kind
2: of stop motion or something I don't know what you call it
3: mhm yeah but
2: Jerry put those together actually just today uh Jerry was telling me about you know he finally he got home we got home from our trip and he uh he said, hey, I got a chance to watch the core videos. He says, the way that they take the pictures to make a movie, he goes, that's really cool. I'm like, wait so a minute. <laughs> and so I had to go back and watch it because I didn't remember it. Because I watched him two or three times as Jeremy was, you know, putting them, putting them together, he would uh, send me, Hey, how's this clip look? Or how's this scenario work? You know, I never so then they come out and been busy. I never got a chance to watch the, the final production everybody else did. So last night I said, oh, I watched watched them actually. But, but I'm glad you guys came. I'm glad it worked out.
3: Um, you know, we throw it together 100% to be something just to do fun. Um,
2: we hope, I don't know how it's going to look next year. It's going to look different next year. I guess that's where what I'll start with that. Um, we can't are do we, the same thing over and over
1: Yeah. Are we going to travel so, to a new location? Is that the plan I, probably?
2: That is an idea, but I, you know, we've been so busy with everything else that happened right before CORE and right after CORE that, uh, Rich and I literally haven't even had time to talk. Um, he's actually been out of the shop almost two weeks now. Uh, cause he hauled the truck out to SEMA and so he you know he had left and then i mean we were together but i saw him at dinner basically Why like the whole last week while we we're out there so
1: really um, really that's surprising you guys just weren't together the whole time were you both busy well, with other tasks
2: well rich rich was made helping man the the bobber rope boots a lot and that's why we went out there yeah because he was but um so I guess yeah, that's the most recent we can talk about SEMA, and then we'll circle back to to UA and and that stuff. But um, so yeah, he was he took the truck out, you know, after we did UA, um, it was like a week after UA. Bubba Rope, Jim Flowers from Bubba Rope called up and said, "Hey, what do you guys say about bringing that out to SEMA?" Well, you know, you're not gonna say no to having a truck you build that the shop built on the floor it in, in almost exactly dead middle of
3: the what's West, West Hall, the newest building that uh set my timer just a second. All right, there we go. <laughs> Anyways, they uh West Hall is
2: where all is the largest newest hall, and that's where all of the
3: off-road stuff was this year. Off-road and power sports In the um, West Hall. We were exactly between
2: Yukon, Yukon Icon, Carly, you know the Randy's Ring and Pinion brands. We were between their booth and Aev. So Bubba Ropa and our truck was sitting. It's a prime real estate of the who's who, who's who's of off road, you know.
1: Yeah, it sounds and like there was an off road section of SEMA.
2: Yeah, there there always is. There's always they split up, they have a okay, you know, your tools, auto out auto body refinish and refinishing, wheels and tires, of course. You have a hot rod section, then you have the off-road, off-road and overlanding. Um I don't I I lost count on how many different tent manufacturers there are. <laughs> so Wait, tent.
0: Do you say tent manufacturers?
2: Uh, well, well, I both like, both versions are what you're thinking. Rooftop tents and yeah. tent for your window. I was I seeing that rooftop tent. I saw three different Lamborghinis uh, change color every day.
3: <laughs> um,
2: wow! So I, you know the companies that do vinyl wraps. Yep. They they have it in their booth. They'd wrap it one color one day, and then the next they'd turn around and they'd wrap it another color.
3: Wow!
2: And they'd uh. You know, that's the best way to demonstrate their product. So right. it, it was it's crazy to see. That's pretty so awesome. We had, so we had up there. Um, I didn't realize it would come out so quick. But on Wednesday, last Wednesday, Rick Payway did an interview with Rich. He has a, a show called, uh are a blank, Don Jeepin' or something like that and it's
3: okay. it's him talking about old
2: jeeps and he he went you know oh this is an old old jeep so he wanted to have it on and they it's probably i think it's 15 minute 20 minute video they talk about the outside of it they get inside they they're laying underneath it um it just came out Saturday actually, so he got a pretty quick turnaround on his production team, and uh, they did they did that interview and that came out. Um, I also talked with I was out to but talked with Trent McGee and some of the other guys, you know, the organizers of Ultimate Adventure, and they did let me know that uh, this week the ultimate adventure videos will start dropping on motor Trend. Awesome. So everybody can start watching those and seeing those. It'll Um, be a
1: five minute video. I don't only show the highlights, but that's all right.
2: No, actually, you know, that was one of the things that all the manufacturers complained about was the amount of the lack of, they had. Yeah. You know what their product out there the short videos. So that was something that was a big deal for them to make sure they different this year. Um, you know, and they've done some already released some of the manufacturer videos out to everybody, you know, out on their streaming, they're different, mostly YouTube. Yeah. They're putting a lot of stuff. So. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, it would it would be nice if it was all on Motor Trend since that's a paid like a paywall, but
2: you know, and I think it will be eventually. That's so weird.
0: That was, Why would you put it out you know, on YouTube first?
1: Yeah, at least uh, put it on Motor Trend first, and then YouTube, so right? the general public sees it last, right? You'd think. Right. You'd think. I don't know. That's an interesting one.
2: It's. I think part of it is the. Manufacturers that pay to, you know, sponsor Ultimate Adventure, and that's not a cheap proposition. Um, they want to get, they want to see it out to as many people as possible. The easiest way possible, possible, right. that's YouTube.
1: Obviously. That is a valid point too.
2: Whereas, it if is. you put it on the other, uh, you know, your other type of platforms, then you're limiting your audience.
3: So. I mean, I well, think I you should.
2: It so oh, I'll turn my screen on right here for a minute. There's, mm. there's looking out, out from the studio, and all the mess of my shop right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, it didn't
2: look like that last time we were there. No, it was. Uh, no. Well, the shell
0: was here. The shell was so. here, and that was it. There was nothing inside of it really, mm. until we started putting Not parts in really. it. Yeah. Did
2: you
0: did you end up concrete okay. in the other half of it over there?
3: I
2: have not. So if you saw okay. where like the snow cat was sitting, yeah. I actually have to go back downstairs. I'm starting to my my shop is kind of like a Faraday box.
0: Yep. Uh, oh not and, much internet out
1: there.
2: Internet. I don't have a hard line internet out to the shop yet. I gotta I gotta bury one. So yeah, uh, it gets starts getting a little glitchy. Yeah. But so we're over there like where you saw the snow cat was sitting. And that I haven't that's I haven't got grout or Sun uh, concrete yet. Uh, with as we finished the shop and the cost of materials kept going up,
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) something had to give. So the
2: the gravel, the gravel site had to give first. But um, I put a ton of, I put way more insulation in it than I had before, you know, in the old one. And I put a forced air heater back up, and then I the floor heats back working. Nice. I just got the floor heat all put together, so. It's uh amazingly with as hot as that fire got, the tubes of the floor still held were fine. They lived, they they didn't lose pressure.
1: That's awesome. So we one uh, thing that was saved. We
2: hooked it back up and it's keeping it a nice warm sixty degrees.
1: Damn, how cold cool is it outside? Which
2: any hot any warmer than that I you know, I start sweating when you start working, so
1: now, 60 is about ideal for when you're working.
2: And, you know, I figure if I'm out there doing something where I'm not
3: moving around a lot, you can wear a sweatshirt and be comfortable. But yeah. right? but
2: so we've kind of travel to hit all the topics there. Which one do you guys want to know more about?
0: Well, what I want to know is, is this your first time out to SEMA? This is my second time to SEMA. Okay. Uh, I went... I went in 2017. So
2: Rich goes every year, um complete off road, Seven Springs Customs is a SEMA member, so we go every year. And w- the rest of us in the shop, Terry, Sam and I um are always on a rotation. Uh. Uh, you know, one of us goes, one of us goes with him each year. Uh last year none of us went cuz uh Rich's son Sam uh went with him. You know, and Who's going to deny a guy to take his son out to see him and have some spend a week together? So,
3: right, we all stayed home.
2: So it was Sam's turn this year, and then Bubba Rope calls and says, "Hey, we want you out here. You know, bring the truck and come out. We want you guys to be in the booth." And I said, "Well, I'm not going to. Sam got Sam got bumped last year. I'm not going to bump him this year. You know, do you really need me to go?" and rich is like well he says jim's asking you to be there so you need you know we need to have you there but he goes we'll take sam too well then it led to well if sam's going too, that leaves terry at the shop by himself and rich says well terry put in a ton of hours on the truck too so we're all going
1: oh wow how about that (laughs) So, so how does that work it? if a single company brings several people? Do you just get more passes and pay more or no, do you have to be two companies for two people or what?
2: No, you can have you can buy as many uh, for us, they're buyer passes for if it's a company that's got a display, they're an exhibitor pass, but they just they buy, you know, you just pay for your members of the and then, you, you know, you got the credentials on it around your neck to say you're a member and of such and such company. And what that credential does for us as like a buyer is any of the any of the companies that I would stop and talk to, interested in their product or whatever, they would just take a picture with their phone. Well and not a picture, of, it's got a, a QR code on it. And it gives them all of my contact information so that when it's they're gonna have follow-up emails that i don't have to care around you know i don't have to care around catalogs and brochures and all that crap oh
3: yeah the whole day
2: they're just going to email me everything in a week or so i'll start getting emails with different things um you guys one of the funny ones is you guys remember the about a year or so ago those those tires that started popping up on the internet they looked like a cross between a bogger and a mud train
1: yep a bogger and a mud train
2: Yeah, they had like a bogger outside like, tread but the center looked like a bfg mud train
1: i just i don't and remember those
2: they're popping up on like TikTok and that
1: mm-hmm.
2: guys are ordering them they uh they they company at mason's was there it's very nice an stopped and asked them you know hey can, you know can we order some and they're like yeah you can order one container
3: yeah. Hold on. <laughs>
2: 450 tires.
3: Uh huh.
2: So, if I can find it,
0: 120 people that want to go in on it with me, <laughs> I mean, we depending can on the sizes. They, they look awesome. What's the number? Do you remember, remember the called? Tires. T-Y-R-E-S. Um, tires. Are you kidding me? No.
2: No. It's not that. It's lanchy or Lanchi. Let me see if I can find. Yeah. It. I took a picture of them, uh, here. So I started asking. Terry's looking at me like I'm out of my mind. He's like, "We can't buy a container
1: tire." Are you sure? You sure? Like,
2: you think? They only they only go to a 38. Uh huh. Um, I want like, the to sing.
1: I want to look at them. Then I.
2: They have a 40. They go up to a 40 in a in a different tire. I didn't, they didn't have one there. They just showed me in the their catalog. It looks identical to a Goodyear Wrangler MT. You know, it's got the oh. the dual tread center. Uh huh.
1: Um, what are these things called? You seem to know a lot about them for not knowing the name. Come on, give me something.
2: Um, if the name of the company is L A K E S E A T, and then it's tires T Y R E S. Lake Sea Tires. Yep, Lake Sea Tires. Lake Sea. Um, let me see if I can. Oh
0: God! These tire tires. Images. Let's see. Oh, what oh
1: see. the alligator. Ooh. Or is got like a bogger outside and a BFG inside. Yeah. Uh, oh,
2: yeah the, I just sent you one in the te- in a message or
0: a picture so of one. I, so I found that that tread style tire. I found that tire probably four or five years ago when I was looking at tires. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And started trying to find it. And they were not available in the U.S. period.
1: The Lake Sea well, Alligator mean, is available in a 3511
0: 515, and that's it. So they'll do that. They that's
2: do it what it says here. Over. I don't know.
0: There's they another do it one, a 30, one here.
2: 11, 5 as well. Yeah, so they're, they're narrow.
0: Nar- yeah, but, they've always, yep, they're narrow.
2: But you know, what incarnation
0: are we so, looking at so, here? they
2: timber wheeling in the Midwest.
0: They'd probably be pretty be rowdy. Bad no.
2: Especially like, on the next year or something.
0: As long as the compound's half mm-hmm. decent.
2: No. So, I, did, I did talk to another company. Um, the guy that was... He was the head of marketing for Dirty Life. Had oh. left Dirty Life and gone to a new company. And I can't remember the new company's name for the life of me. But they're making a new wheel beadlock DOT beadlock that looks just like a race one. Mm. So
3: interesting, little knockoff action.
2: He's, uh, it's no, it's different because they the the bars are a little different, but at a quick glance, you think it's a you think it's a race one. But they have the whole beadlock ring uh has drain holes in it
0: that's good i like that I, wish mine did.
2: I like that so um uh, there's a chance that complete off road might end up being a, a dealer for them
3: depending awesome. on what
2: what the price you know what the price points and that come back at so yeah you know like, like i said rich was in the booth quite a bit um and basically he left it to terry and sam and i to go walk around and find new products and, you know, talk to vendors that we've, you know, and I, I talked to a lot of our vendors already on the phone, you know, for over the last couple of years. So get them, meet them in person, talk to them in person. Um, you know, just solidifies that working relationship a little better. Uh-huh. And it, it, it also opened up that we got to go see all the cool stuff. Like, uh, Von Gittin Jr. and Lauren Healy's sliding the 1,000-horse LD El Diablo. I don't remember what they call that new Bronco they built.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's, it's literally a 1,000-horse Ultra 4 car, Bronco, but they're going to run Baja 1000 with it. But they had it out on the skid pad doing four-wheel drifting. Um they would drift it so hard that they were sliding backwards and the tires forwards. It's uh mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy. That's awesome. Um, mm. what else is it? Hoonigan, you know Hoonigan had a, a big area and of course with with losing Ken Block last March, they were doing a lot of tribute stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, associated electronics. You know, makers of the RC ten.
3: Oh my they god. Have lot,
2: they have a whole line of ten block
3: uh hoonigan cars coming out in
2: That's all a- scales. Uh associated scale, has so
1: much cool stuff there.
2: there this the first time they've ever been there. I talked to one of their their head marketing guys. I said, What do you think of the show? They're like, We under- we understand why Traxxas have been doing this for so long. Because Traxxas has been there for over 10 years.
3: Traxxas knows Um, what's up, man.
2: Have you seen the 24-scale square-body Chevys that Traxxas is doing?
1: No. I have. Uh I think they're basically the same as the 10-scale. They just decided to do them in 24 also. All this small-scale stuff is getting so popular. It's just not for me, though.
2: You know, it's not... I grew up with 10-scale, so I'm kind of with you there, Mike. But on the flip side... For I can see for people like living in an apartment or things, you know, they're it's everything's a scale and and works just like the, the real ones or the bigger ones I should say, but uh, they've got light kits for them and they ha- they had those debuted there and of course they had their all their ten scale stuff. Um, Sam and Terry aren't really into the RC stuff, so I didn't get to spend a lot of time in those booths. Rich did go to the Associated Booths with us because uh, Rich and his brother and his uncle started the RC Club in Dubuque. Oh, really? I didn't and, know that. And used to run the races and, you know, indoor indoor carpet, indoor carpet, off-road, all that stuff. So when Rich heard that there was a life-size version of an R- the original RC-10, we had to go find
1: it. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. What I wouldn't have gave to see that thing in person.
2: And... <laughs> It it was it was other than it had a LS in the back of it. I think it was an LS.
1: Oh, it wasn't uh, a gigantic electric motor.
2: (laughs) No, I was I was hoping it was. I mean, TV technology these days. I know, right? I kind of thought I kind of thought it would have been, but it wasn't. It was a it was a I think it was an LS. It was a V8 of some sort, but it was tucked way back under there. I couldn't tell for sure. Yeah. Uh, but they made the big, out of aluminum, they made the big shock towers through the front, you know, the big U-shaped shock tower. They had custom-made knobby wheels. Um, the knobs were like two, three inches round.
1: Oh, my God. I saw those tires. They were insane.
2: <laughs> it was, They they had done their homework, and the guy, actually, Rich talked to the guy, the builder was there. Oh, wow. Rich was talking to him for a little bit. And the guy said, yeah, you know, and when, when uh, Associated calls and tells you to to build your childhood, a life size of your childhood toy, he says, of course, you're going to jump on
3: it.
1: Absolutely. Right. Yeah, um, that thing was insane. Not to mention they came out with a clear version. Like, it's, it's all molded in clear polycarbonate, a clear version of the original RC-10. I definitely pre-ordered one. I don't know if I'll get it or not, but I definitely they took my money let's it just sounds, put it that way <laughs> make,
2: it sounds like all the pre-orders were going to be filled because he was saying that he said well when's it available and he said well they're all pre order um and he goes it looks like we'll for sure be able to fill all the pre-orders but they did it in clear because i mean mike as you know the originals are pretty valuable and they, I get appreciate wanna, they,
1: they did it because, yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to muddle the market and make the originals right. worth less by re-releasing all and, the original parts.
2: And that tells me, you know, OK, they, they're thinking a little bit. They're not, you know, and I'm sure there's going to be people trying to get hold of them. Hey, don't make an original and try to knock them off as an original.
1: Gosh, you know, that would be hard to right do then. with to to get it right. But I, I know what you mean. But actually, Lozy recently re-release the jrx and the jrxt in a 16th scale which for obvious reasons like you can't duplicate you can't like say hey this right. is an original because it's the wrong scale but it's very accurate otherwise so on one hand i was kind of sad because i would love to have new parts available for my my old trucks but on the other hand it's very cool and i'm I actually bought two one to keep in the box sealed and one to play with
2: what could you invest in for your son's future.
1: Right, <laughs> and they only made five thousand of them, and I got number twenty-four. I kept that one in the box. Nice. I bought it like the second they released. Like I'd been watching it like a hawk, like all day, every day. And the second they posted on Facebook, I was like, "Buy now."
2: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so uh, I was pretty stoked. But you know, that's the thing with collectors. You know, obviously, you want all the original stuff. But it can be, like you said, you know, it's very expensive because why wouldn't it be? It's it's old and you can't get it anymore. They made it 30 or 40 years ago. So,
2: yeah. I grew up with a dad that works for Ertl making farm toys. He was head of director, direct, he was vice president of marketing for them. So, you want to deal with a, a group of people that want accurate collectibles and the value to be held up. There's nothing like a farm toy collector.
3: Oh, definitely. So,
2: I can. I can really appreciate what they did with, you know, doing the clear body and that. So, but, um, you know, I saw so many bro trucks. I want to puke. <laughs> I <I'll
3: laughs> bet you did.
2: Uh, they only had one fire during the parade.
1: Hey, so look there. at that. Um, How many Bluetooth truck shots did you see?
2: Oh, my, I, Mike, I lost camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, and there's the, the thing I don't get is some of these companies, some of these builders, they're under the gun to get the build done and to SEMA. But they don't plan right. And so they don't get it completely done, and they still send it to SEMA. That's where a lot of that comes down to. You know, well is forgotten. <laughs> and, yep. And
3: uh-huh. right totally. in.
2: Um Perfect example of that is there's a company that built a eight by eight
3: six door Jeep J JL. Um, and so I Jade shared it the other night,
2: Saturday night, Jade shared it, and um, she shared it well, she was sharing busted knuckles post about it because bust knuckle built the axles mm-hmm. Busted bust knuckle sends on the axles to the to the builder the builder didn't even take the, the no oil tape off the dip cover.
1: <laughs> oh dude it's funny i actually saw busted knuckles photos of that truck and they purposefully when they took photos of it omitted the fact that there were no like outer u joints and no drive shaft
2: <laughs> the only set of shafts in that truck where the very back axle had had RCVs in it.
1: Oh there man! Was, this
3: there was stuff two, you see at SEMA.
2: Th- there was two drop boxes. So there's a drop box in between each axle at the back. Wow! There's actually three. you got you got one at the front. You know, for four wheel
3: drive, then send it to the back. And then there was the other ones that they were there ready for shafts, some of the shafts yep. were in, but... And, and then, the, you know, the frame wasn't painted. Um,
2: you, our friend Julene, from Summit Machines, she made all the links and the wow. joints.
3: So um, it had all the right well, parts, it was just missing stuff. It,
2: it's, and they're all steer 14 bolts.
3: That's Jeez. Also, so all sad. of
2: them are steer 14 bolts? And this all, is a- all three bags... All three back axles are steer 14 bolts. Holy shit. It's supposedly going to be like a rollback record when they're done.
1: I mean, it sounds but like a pretty cool rig if it was just done. It's just too bad they didn't have time to finish <laughs> it because uh, <laughs> obviously that's what everybody notices, right? You see a seam of build that's not done, but you don't and notice the cool you know, shit. You notice the the wrong shit.
2: Right. You know, and that's, you know, there's a whole Facebook page, you know, the fails the seam. Yo.
3: Yep. So it's. Oh Lord. That thing is it
2: unfortunate that a, a a builder would do that? You find a picture on Steve?
0: What's that? I find
3: the pictures?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I found them. well I went to Jade's page and found them because I was like, well, what does this yeah. thing look like? Mm,
2: yeah, that thing I, is
0: ridiculous. I,
3: Jesus.
2: I sent, I sent Jade a message and said, Hey, I'm not picking on busted knuckle. I'm not picking on you or Jake. Um, because they they got done their end of the deal, you know, they built the axles. But it's a shame that a builder would not finish it, if, you know, not bring it out. And I don't know how all that works. This is the first time I, we've ever had a vehicle at SEMA. Um, but you know, like like I've said, ours was done and proven. It sucks you know. that
0: it sucks that with SEMA you have to act so fast because if you if you build something for three years, it's all outdated. It's so like you have right. to build it in six months so that everything is the newest, is like the, the newest of the new and, and is in the trend of well, that time.
3: Some, some of like, it is. Uh-huh. Some of it is
2: the, there's people that, you know, that's they their whole shop is just building SEMA vehicles. Awesome. Um, like the bro trucks without yeah. drive passing them it's fun to, to joke about it but in reality they don't really need a, a four axle in there right you know they don't need a shaft because that truck's never gonna see four-wheel drive
3: oh uh-huh. um,
2: you know oh i'm trying to think of the company there's a it's like an audio company and they purposely do the outlandish stuff just to get their the reactions um, this mm-hmm. year, the one that was in their booth was a JK, a rooftop JK. So they had a JK on top of a JK with a rooftop on <laughs> 10 on top of it. Oh
3: my god, the <laughs>
2: ever, But everybody's <laughs> taking pictures of it, right? You know, everybody's putting in. um, they've got a JK on, I think they're 50, 54 inch polycarbonate clear wheels.
0: What the fuck? Really 53-inch no, wheels?
2: Yeah, I think they're so they're they're they came up to about my shoulder, maybe a little lower. And it's just a polycarbonate wheel um that you know as they made it they they frosted parts of it to look like spokes, but there's no rubber on them. Yeah. Um they've got a they've got a, a converted to Baja. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Uh, it's got big, wide Mickey Thompson sand tires on the back. And, and Lordy, for, Lordy. Every, for every gaudy, out, way out there, dumb vehicle, there's two or three really well, beautiful built cars or trucks. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple Scout 800s that I'd be scared to drive them. They were so nice. Twin Turbo LS. Immaculate, you know, metal work.
3: Is this from this year?
0: (laughs) Which one? I'm looking at pictures, just kind of seeing what was that SEMA. You know, as you talk, seeing if I can find some of the photos of things you're talking about. And there's a, it must be a newer Camaro that has a Chevelle front end on it. And it seems like there's a few of them.
2: There's two of them there that's actually a company that's making those.
0: Really? Yeah, I'll but send you another try, one, but, actually, but it's not there yet. They need to go get a hold of Fiat yeah. and grab a couple of designers for a minute.
2: I'll send you another one. Actually, just sent to you that was in the Battle of the Builders. Mm-hmm. The Scout, I loved everything about it, but the headlights. They mm. put Bronco headlights in it, the new Bronco headlights. in it. Oh,
0: oh, interesting. The
2: power button headlights,
0: the power button headlights.
2: Yeah, let's take like a power button on a computer.
0: Oh, interesting. I guess I haven't really noticed that. So, I need to pay more I'll, I'll attention. Send a,
2: I'll send you another one here that you'll love.
0: I'm like I'm looking this, at a this, picture yeah,
2: of I'm a have I have to, go back, sh- have to share the, go back and share these with everybody else. Oh, my God. On the chat or somewhere.
0: This Bronco, I, I seem like rowdy.
1: Steve, what site are you on right now?
0: I'm just on Google Images. And I'm, I'm not even on Google. I'm on Microsoft Bing. Because that's what came oh my out. The God,
1: SEMA fails 2023.
0: Oh, my God. No. I'm looking at it. It's just SEMA. Uh, SEMA 2023 photos.
2: Go check your messenger.
0: And SEMA, I'm sending oh, SEMA fails. YouTube. is fantastic.
2: <laughs> I'm taking some pictures of the, of the actual cool stuff.
0: Oh, that's a wild looking scout. It's See, cool. You don't,
2: I
3: just, you don't dig
2: the I headlights, man. I don't dig the headlights on it.
0: Do I um, dig it? They built the international in the center and lit it up. That's dope. They, oh, the center, I That's love cool.
2: the center. I actually, uh, so Jeff Ismail, that was you know he's a IH Parts America, big you know sponsor of UA. He uh, he was out there. I met you know we stopped talking. He and I were scoping out, texting back and forth where the the different scouts were at and the IH pickups and. Mm-hmm. Um, the IH brand vehicles are, I think that's going to be the next hot thing.
3: Is this a, is, is this a YJ? No, this is no, a YJ. That is a,
2: mm-hmm. that is a YL. Oh, it's a YL.
0: Oh, re- oh it is, is a YL.
2: A Jeep JL with a square headlight uh, grill. I don't like it. You can it. buy that
0: grill. I are you like talking about
1: it. that Jurassic Park one?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do like it's it a, because it gives it an old school wild. Jeep feel. Uh, it has an old school Jeep feel. They they paid homage to the CJ when they built that grill. So what do you get, like about it? I you I just, just like round headlights it. better? Does not fit. I don't know. Something's those off. Are, you know, you Denver, know, Denver, you those know those what it really is? You know what really is? It's things it's the headlight itself. Just change oh, it headlights out for, are ugly as shit. The, headlight, yeah, the headlights are ugly as shit. Just change it out for a normal like truck light, single like normal seal beam looking headlight, yeah. and yeah. I'd be on board. It would probably look phenomenal, but in that form, it looks goofy. You
2: know, that was one of the things that we got comments on Otis uh-huh. is that we we've got the the rough country LED headlights
3: mm-hmm.
2: for headlights. But they're stupid bright and they're stupid reliable. That's why they're in there.
3: Yeah, that's what you want. Oh, man. That's hilarious.
2: So, um, yeah, I got to hang out with Rick Payway. He was at the booth for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of the, you know, the celebrities that are walking around. They're trying to get between booths or an appearance of that. So, and, you know, some of it is that they are people, too. Um, yeah. so I, it would, you know, Hey, a quick, Hey, how you doing? Love the show. Unless I knew him, you know, like the guys from UA, I, you know, they came to our booth or stop out to their booth and talk to them, you know, catch up what's been going on, you know, try to right. try to find out info for next year. type stuff. But Trent, Trent McG, McGee is the guy that plans ultimate adventure. And if it wasn't for him, him and Christian ultimate adventure would never happen. Yeah, and I know, I know Derek. Derek's been there, and you don't realize some of that stuff. But Trent actually free runs like the, the route twice. Um, sure. He kind of goes to the area that they know they want to go, looks for the cool stuff, then he goes back home and he uses Onyx and Google and plans out a route, and then he goes back out and and drives the route to see. You know, is it feasible? What does it take to get you know twenty six vehicles from one spot to the next? And
1: oh, many um, so many vehicles,
2: so many. Um, and and it is amazing what how how efficient it is. And a lot that to be said with those two guys leading the charge, and then you got your you know you got the cronies <clears throat> that are there.
3: Right.
2: Um, and those guys work like clockwork. They jump in fixing stuff the rest of the group keeps moving they know where you're going so they're going to get you you know to the next spot um you know that's we had a i don't know if you guys have seen any of like uh dave Chappelle's, you know the dirt shed he's got a couple of videos out motor Shares already did a couple of shorts out that show us fix the notice uh on the on i guess do, do you think everybody knows? I, I call it. I'm saying, oh, it is. But do you think everybody knows the build, or do I need to give details um, on the build?
1: I would at least give a quick rundown, just because not everyone that's listening to the podcast might know what it is.
2: And that's that's kind of what I was thinking, Mike. So, so it's a 1956 Willys pickup that Dave Hansen had sitting out in his timber line by the house um, when we got the call. To hey, do you want to do ultimate adventure for us and uh, you know there's no question yes they we had to figure out what to do and we've got Amos you know our yellow JK that's been on two ultimate adventures, but JKs are kind of moving on now you know they're they've been around a while there's they're not the current model um and if you're going on something like ultimate adventure, you want the camera guys to pay attention to you so you your company gets noticed on the on the film on the videos so you want to do something that's not just your everyday run-of-the-mill vehicle so we were thinking you know we kicked around like a a new ford maverick we talked about the ranger the colorado um you know doing an older flat fender or something like that and it was rich and his brother kevin and I were sitting there at, at lunch one day, we and we'd gone over to the Jeep dealer that's over in just over in Wisconsin, Lewisburg. They've got a whole they got a whole pasture full of old Jeeps. And we just were walking back and forth and we saw they had a Willie's wagon there, but it was too far gone to save. I said, Well, I know a guy that's got a Willie's pickup. So I called up Dave and and uh we got literally the body and the and a and a Willie's frame is what dave brought up to us that's all he had but it was a body that was you know perfectly patinaed uh and then rich was like well what are we gonna do for drivetrain I, I said i already got it i literally took the my invoice for all the parts that i had bought for tetanus for my scout and we built so if you take the body off tetanus you take the body off otis the drivetrains are the same The front suspensions are the same. Um, As far as links, uh, the only two differences is I'm on coilovers. Otis is on Icon 4-inch JK coils and JK shocks. And uh, I got a four-link, triangulated four-link rear. We built Otis with uh, the three-link Barnes setup. So he's three-link front and rear, but Super Duty 60, 14-volt rear, 538 gears, uh, ARB airlocker in the back, Yukon Zip in the front. What's the rest of the it rundown? It's just a stock 231 with a slip yoke eliminator. Or, excuse me, 241 with slip yoke eliminator. Um, it It's actually got my backup transportation. <laughs> so,
0: uh, but, what are you going to do when you need that? You just steal from Otis? Yeah,
2: there you go. Um, <laughs> no, I actually, I got, I've got a Dana three hundred laying there, but that might be sold to, to a guy uh, that has a that has a, uh, a. Used to have a TV show called Dirt Every Day, that he used it for one of his jeeps. So, uh, I was gonna do a three three hundred doubler, but I'm thinking now I might just do a crawl box and rebuild the, the case that's in mine. But at any rate, uh so we I had the blueprint of what to build, what to lay out. Uh we did redid the whole floor in, in Otis. It's got CJ CJ buckets in it. Uh, custom built the, the roll cage. And I if you go watch that that video from uh Rick Payway, that really explains. Rich does an awesome job of explaining Otis. And anybody that was at core gotta see Otis. Um, you know, sitting there in the shop, but he was already slated for SEMA. So I told Richie couldn't take him out. <laughs> we didn't let him leave the shop till till uh it left for SEMA just because we didn't want anything to happen to it. Uh first day, first day of Ultimate Adventure, we did break the track bar slash hydraulic ram mount. Um did get broke off. And uh that was honestly, that was probably the highlight of ultimate adventure for me. Uh, because it broke, we got the side, you know, you jump right into a trailer repair, getting it fixed. And Chris Durham, um, he's one of the cronies, he's been around forever. Old school rock crawler, um, most people would know him for he's the guy that makes the gladiator pickup conversion hood and grill and bed for TJ's Jason JK's. Hmm so if you see those yeah. that's that's one of chris durham it's chris durham motorsports um he pulls up with his premier power welder you know under the hood and and starts out jumping in and helping and you know at one point he looked at rich you know he would hand me something i cut it or i you know beat it around whatever at one point he looked at rich and says you picked a hell of a coat hog so to get a, a compliment like that from chris durham you know it's it's a pretty big uh, you know. Yeah. Eagle boostering as you call it. It's a uh, it's a highlight
3: for me. Early.
2: The the rest of the trip, we never had a problem out of anything. Um we did find out that uh when the ram broke, we did kind of kink one of the, the hydraulic assist lines. So the 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 steering was a little twitchy, but mm. it drove down the road 75 mile an hour, no problem. You know, and it worked at 10 psi the tires i know mike but i'm going to say it the tires work at 10 psi and they work at 25 psi on down the highway
3: <laughs> with
2: with 16, 15 ounces of ceramic b in them for balancing
1: hey i never I said know. they weren't good on the road i only said they sucked off road
3: mm-hmm.
2: well and like I, I said on other podcasts i've been on when people are asking about it or people stop in the shop. You guys heard me say it at core. Would I go out and buy them and say that they're in the end all be all tire? No. They did impress me that they worked. Um, when Rich, I came to work with it and Rich said, hey, I ordered. Patties for it, 40 inch patties. Mm-hmm. I'm like. What? we are like, excuse me. <laughs> we, we had 38 inch Falcons on it already there's pictures of me driving it with them on it.
3: Hmm.
2: And uh, he says, well, he says, it sounds like everybody else is going to run them too. They stepped up and were the final sponsor that allowed Alternative Adventure to even happen this year. He says, I, he goes, I feel we should run them and, and at least give them a shot. He says, worst case, we'll be stuck with everybody else. <laughs> and we'll just be if- winching all day.
1: If I ran Ultimate Adventure and someone said the only thing that we need is Milestar to sponsor us, I'd be like, shut it down.
0: <laughs> Mike. You're so hated, Mike. Mike wouldn't take a cent if you gave him to at this point. If you paid I, I me
1: know. $500 to run him on my truck, I'd I'd set him on fire in front of you.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, okay, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, I'm a dick. Anyway, before we run out of time with you, yes, um, I just want to ask you a few questions. Go for it. How? What was the diameter of the rope on top of Otis?
2: Oh, I big. Big. I don't even know for sure. Uh, the specs on that—that's a million, million pound breaking strength rope. Wow. There is. It's not actually a complete rope. There is no loop at the other end.
0: Yeah. It's a. It's, it's a display good. piece.
2: It's a display piece. Uh, they had one that they used to They call the Anaconda that mm-hmm. was, I think, three-inch diameter. I
3: yeah. think this
2: one's six or seven-inch diameter.
3: It's got at least six.
2: Um, It's got a million-pound breaking strength. It costs $10,000 to make.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, I know Crawler has uh, one like that they use for display. It's red. Yep. And I think yep. it's four-inch diameter. It's either three or four inch diameter, and that thing's heavy, so I can only imagine yeah. how heavy that one is
2: yeah you know, we, and we we found out two things walking around the show is that our I'm not even sure. our truck was the only truck no. that was patinaed and not clear coated. Hmm. I I
3: and clear-coated.
2: it was the only it was the only truck on mile stars
3: really? it was
2: the only truck that had crap laying across the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got to take pictures of it.
0: I fixed, so, I fixed the YJ, I fixed the YL, and sent it back to you. Um, and then what was your favorite part of SEMA this year?
3: Um, it was probably just getting. I mean, I had to be in the booth, and
2: you know, it's it was cool that there was people that recognized me, but I've never been a guy that's worried about being famous. Right. Um, Honestly, probably I got to spend four, five days walking around with Terry and Sam talking products. They kind of got to see the side of what I do, Mm -hmm. you know, talking with, with that. And, and then, you know, we, we'd walk down and walk the strip at night or one night we went down Halloween. We went down to Fremont street. Oh boy. Um, ran, you know, tracked down Brandon Insing and his wife down there. Oh, nice. Um and I know there was other other people that were at sema that I never got a chance to hook up with them. You know, we were going different ways trying to cover things. Uh mm-hmm. got to talk with Holly. Just getting to be out there and getting to uh network with people
3: yeah.
2: was you know a, a good thing. Um you know, like the fellows asked me Sunday night when we recorded, you know, what was my favorite vehicle out there? I, I, I can't, can't tell you.
3: Yeah. There's
2: so many cool vehicles out there. Oh. The, the unfinished ones, the half-assed ones are always the ones that get the attention on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of unfair to all these guys that are amazing talent. Um
3: so
0: much time, yeah, working on did, it.
2: I did get to meet the guys from Rust Valley Restorers.
3: That's fun. Oh, that's cool.
2: So I can tell you that they are as genuine just standing there in the booth talking to them as they are on the show. The only thing I can't verify is Avery's laugh. Never got him to
3: laugh. <laughs> so,
2: but they literally, uh, see, they were there on Wednesday. Tuesday, they were Tuesday morning, they were putting a transmission in the truck at the shop. Washed their hands, jumped in the truck, and drove 24 hours down to be at SEMA. Um, Dirt under their fingernails, yet you know, cracked, calloused hands, shaking their hand. I'd say they're probably some of the most legit, you know, quote unquote, reality stars I've met.
3: Just normal guys get stuck behind the camera.
2: I gotta. I. I gotta say hi to Dave Newburn and and Mike Cotton, um. Which Mike Cotton is from Illinois. Uh, ran into them down on Fremont Street actually, mm. and Carrie and I were walking out of a out of one building, and he's like, "Hey," and he turned around and he just turned around and said, "Hey guys," you know, they were there with their wives, and I, sh- my mind doesn't always think quick enough, but I really wish I would have gone over and said that's the best Mike and cut or a and cotton costumes I've ever seen. Cause it was Halloween. <laughs>
3: that been
2: but, you know, like I said, when they're out, you know, downtown with their, their wives and that they're, they're people to give them their time. So just a quick, Hey, how you doing? And did the same thing, you know, like uh, Dave Freiberger. you know, he was on the phone and just kind of gave him a nod and shook his hand quick and in passing. Um, all all those guys, you'd love to just be able to sit down and have a beer and talk with them, have a drink with them, but it's so such a busy week that yeah, you, you know, I I'm staying in different spots at different times because I can't remember it all in in an actual timeline.
0: You're right, I understand that. Yeah. Um, what was your what least was favorite what thing? What was your least favorite thing? Oh yeah, that's my
1: favorite. I hate the things you. I love the things you hate.
0: Yeah. Walking, like I said,
2: fifty miles by the time we got on the plane to come home. Miles.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: said you said fifty miles, right? Five zero. Five zero. Fifty miles. <laughs>
1: Insane. Did you wear a Fitbit or something? How do you know that?
2: Um. Right before I left, my phone was uh, not wanting to keep a charge. I still had an iPhone eight. Oh so wow! I. Uh, I swung down the old cell phone store and bought a, you know, a 15 Pro. And while it's right around in your pocket, it records your steps.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and then uh, Sam had his and Terry had his. And so we would compare and take an average of, you know, the three of us, the steps. And it ended up being about 50 miles total by the end of the week.
3: That's an awful lot of walking. It is yes,
2: but you don't realize it when you're doing it. So you get back to the condo that night, your feet are just killing you. But I
1: don't there's imagine so there's going a, on. not a pair of shoes you could be wearing that would fix that.
2: Um, I I ended had, up I, had I wore my more, uh, you know, my kind of dressier teens the first day, and then I switched over to my running shoes. I brought my running shoes with me, so. I wore my running shoes the rest of the week and that helped a lot.
3: Good deal.
1: Right. We definitely got to get to SEMA one of these years, Stephen.
0: Yeah, probably next year. I think Jess, Jess was asking if I was going to uh, Hammers this year.
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You were like, does that mean I can?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm not asking that question.
1: <laughs> she's asking you. <laughs> you like, the answer is always yes. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. I am not saying I am but I am definitely thinking about it.
3: Uh
0: yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go I'd like to, I got to check my uncle and see if he's going to go and then uh see what else is going. On. I don't know, that'd be that'd be cool. She's like, "I don't mean talking about I don't I don't mean like taking your Jeep or anything." I was like, "Hell no."
1: Oh god. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> if,
0: I, if I'm taking my Jeep, I'll be going for a month cuz I'm not just going to Johnson Valley. Yeah, no kidding. Right. If I'm dragging that turd out there, I'm going to be gone.
1: Be a lot to see.
0: A lot. Chris, I'm going to need a direct line with Adams to get a couple of drive shafts sent out, I'm guessing.
3: <laughs> if you're doing
2: Johnson <laughs> Valley, probably yes.
0: Yeah, if I'm going for a month out there, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to take a couple extras with me.
2: You need to find a picture crew to take with you.
0: A picture? A pit, a pit crew. A pit crew. No, that's easy. I have a pit crew everywhere I go. It seems.
3: <laughs> Are you that Every famous?
0: Time, you it, I don't know. I, I broke my drive shaft, and I didn't take it out. And then huh? uh, when I got to when I got up to Vandy's this weekend uh, on Saturday, I come. I I had to take a piss for the fourteenth time that morning, and so I jumped out of the truck, went straight to the porta john, went and took took a piss, and then uh, I come back out. And Josh looks at me and goes, Oh, you brought a pit crew with you? I was like, No. He goes, Well, uh, Trevor's over there unstrapping your Jeep already. It's like, Oh, well, I didn't well, ask him Trevor to do that. Just a helpful guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's everybody. Everybody just help. Everybody just wants to jump in and be helpful. But it always makes me look like <laughs> I don't do anything.
3: <laughs> makes
0: you look lazy.
2: <laughs> they wanted to hurry up and get you on the trail to get the carnage over to us. I think that was the case, yeah.
0: No carnage, though. We're good. Well,
2: I can't say much. I flopped the, the scout a couple weekends ago on my that's birthday, actually. So, whoops. Uh, if you guys we will jump over and tell, well, let's talk actual real wheel, wheeling. So, i um, here to go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to kick you off. Oh, I just want to no. keep you in time. All right.
2: Uh, actually, I checked and, uh, She's away from home yet. So, okay. I got probably at least a half hour more.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Before she even let's do a little, home, let's do a little bit more on here. Where are we at time wise? Do you know?
1: We're right at an hour.
0: Um, right at an hour. I'll say, do just a little bit more on here, close this one out, and then switch over to Patreon. You can, we can play on the Patreon for a little bit. You go with that, Chris?
2: Sure. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. So, we'll, I, tell what, we'll finish up with the, uh, the scout flop. Yeah. Uh, so we were back at Rich's for the stump jumper run. And it was it was on my birthday, so I was like, I'm going, going wheeling for my birthday. And we went over, we ran some of the normal stuff up and down and around, down through the creek. And I was they, I kept telling Rich, hey, it's my birthday. I want to run North Ravine up. <clears throat> Start at the bottom and go back up it. And he's like, we'll never get up it.
3: I, said, I think we checked it's
2: it was still wet. It was still oh. you know the it was still wet and that, that ravine's always went in the bottom, but it, it we had, had it a couple of days before again, so mm-hmm. the mud in the bottom was that cookie dough. That guy called the cookie dough down in there now. But so we're like, all right, well, we're over to the shale ravine,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you guys know where we normally drop into the shale ravine like we did during core yeah um rich had had rich had another flat no rich broke his track bar off so he was oh, back cool. up at the shop well, well the track bar back together and terry and i let every cody let everybody back down and we'd done the other little loop and come up that uh little ravine where um i'm trying to blank on his name he flopped the xj
3: um that Oh, Man, was that, was like haha I, I remember
2: the same this time good job, Mike <laughs> Mike I'm so I'm so proud of you. You remember something from core. I did <laughs> so we uh so we let him up through there, and then one of the guy one of the other guys lost his uh full hydro steering, so we kind of got him situated. somebody pulling him back to the truck and Terry had already led the first part of the group around, and they were waiting to drop in the Shale Ravine. I kind of wandered wandered around through the, through the trees, over some trees, and got to the opposite side of the ravine from Terry. And Terry jokingly says, it looks good dropping from that side. And You know how straight up and down it is over there. I said, well, maybe not here, but I said, it looks like I could up above. So I went out and around. The cornfield and came in. I came in probably a hundred yards towards the cornfield from where we normally drop in that shale ravine. So that other big tree that's on your left when you slide in, I was yeah. fifty yards above that, oh boy. and where all those deadfalls were. So I kind of crawl around the edge of the deadfalls. I came in and I was basically the the roll bar, the cage on the passenger side, and the and the bed side you know was brushing the edge of the ground as i crawled down through there and i didn't i could stay high enough windshield was about six inches of the windshield was probably against that big tree Mm. so my winch line ran it up to the to the be the south side of the ravine pulled myself over enough to slip around the tree and then kept making my way down leaning to the to the Passenger side, kind of the dirt kind of just keeping me, you know, from really rolling or anything. And then I got to where the normal entrance is. And at that point, everything had a transition because my right front tire starts coming up, climbing up the in for the the normal trail in for the ravine. And at one point, I was cross flexed. So Driver rear, passenger front, you know, and you can feel it tipping there a little bit. And I'm just inching forward, and I'm trying to turn turn back driver to drive into the back down into the bottom of the ravine. And inch forward a little bit further, and I just the, the wheel went, with just the stock steering, you know, JK steering box, no assist. um I couldn't get it turned to the back driver, and I tried powering out of it, but still couldn't turn. And I went from being on my pa- leaning on my passenger side to Completely laying sideways in the bottom of the, rain on the ravine on the on the driver's side, and it looks like it was if if you see the video, it looks like it's a kind of a hard flop. It did feel hard. Um, it just everything was kind of slow motion, and over I went, and I was laughing, and Terry hollers down, you know, you know, you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I said, more importantly, did Kitty get it on video? And of course she did. Yay! And so. The- at that point, there you know, I'd shut the truck off and they were getting ready. Terry was getting a position so he could pull me back over. And I I'm strapped in, I can't go anywhere. I'm my shoulders laying, you know, touching the ground. And I was trying to FaceTime Andrea.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought I thought it'd be funny, to be laying on my side and FaceTime her, you know, let her know what happened. <laughs> and of course, cell phone, you know, cell phone reception wouldn't go through. Go and get it, and then about that time I feel they're hooked on to me. I'm starting to go over. I didn't even have enough time to switch my video on to video coming back over. And so we get straight out. I let it roll down so it's a little more level. And you know, let the oil run back to the back to the pan, fired it up, barely smoked, nothing running wrong. You know, can't even hardly tell I flopped it because the you know the buy's the way it is, anyways. So at that point, I'm trail leader now, so I lead everybody down and then back up, you know, the down to the bottom and back up the, the little crack all the way back up to the top. I get to the top, and I get lined up because we've got some guys that are, can't make the turn. I gotta, I'm going to have to pull them out, make the turn out of that last little ravine, and my phone starts ringing.
3: Hmm. And Annie's,
2: Annie's on the phone. I'm like, hey, what's up? She goes, something you want to tell me?
3: I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, you rolled the Jeep? You rolled the Scout? And I'm like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. She goes,
2: it's on Facebook.
3: <laughs> wow, Jeez. Kitty didn't waste <laughs> any time, huh?
2: The 20 minutes that it took me to lead everybody down to the bottom and back up. Kitty had posted it to Facebook. And I, Kitty, so Terry and Kitty come up out of the room because they don't need any help coming out of there. They come by, I'm like, Kitty? Can we have a time delay on posting things on Facebook so people can tell their why if you find it on Facebook? <laughs> All I see <laughs> is the video of me flopping. She knows nothing else, you know. She doesn't know if I'm okay, the scouts broke, whatever. And of course, I'm like, I tried calling you. So I was sending her screen, I sent her a screenshot of the failed FaceTimes, you know, and the, the call log.
3: <laughs> but funny. in the end,
2: it, it was a fun time. And then we went over. We didn't go up North Ravine. We went down it. Um, Andy Myrtle was with us. I don't know if you guys have seen in the chat. Andy's talking about a fuel fuel pump issues. Terry um, ended up pulling Andy down about two thirds of North Ravine. Andy was on a strap behind Terry, so we. Uh, but it didn't rain, so we got out of there dry. Nice. Uh, we did cut the, we did cut the big tree down. Co- Cody cut the tree down so we could actually go almost back to the very bottom where we cross and then turn and go out. So.
3: so we've expanded that over there some more, so it should be really fun next year. Awesome. So,
1: but. So with the video, year... the video of you flopping the scout, is that has that been on the trail riders page already? Because if it hasn't, Ooh. we need to post that soon so that uh, yeah. everybody can see it that's listening.
2: I think it has, but I can definitely do it.
1: Yeah, maybe in a couple of days when this releases, th- go on Too over late. there and... Too late. Too late? Too late what, Stephen? Already posted it. Did you? Mm-hmm.
3: Did you get it on there? Well, never mind then. Yep.
1: Fine, Steve, do everything ahead of time. It's fine. We don't care. Whatever. Fine your podcast.
0: Do whatever you want. Well, I was watching the video and was like, "Has it been shared yet?" I don't know. Maybe I think it maybe has. Oh, okay, let's we'll do that real quick. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was going
2: to my phone trying to find it, so
0: I was already watching it because I hadn't seen the actual flop video. I saw pictures. Well, um, man.
3: Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it looks. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's soft yet. Yeah, it's kind of like. Because you're climbing up a hill and then you kind of fall to the other but, complete other side. Well,
2: and maybe it's because I knew it, it was a possibility. I could feel it coming. Yeah. Um, that that said, by spring, tennis is gonna be on full hydro. So it's oh, we're not yeah.
3: messing around anymore.
0: What do you well that would change the was it a steering
3: thing that was a problem? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: You know, it's a JK chassis. I just put a JK steering box on it. Uh and 80 percent of the time it's it's got plenty of steering power
3: Uh because it's
2: got a it's a psc it's a psc pump it's a psc you know everything's psc feeding the box so it's got plenty of pressure it's it works all right but when you get in a tight spot like that where you got all the weight vehicle weight on it it doesn't want to turn on um and by the end of that day i gotten enough as I get more and more used to the scout, you know, I keep pushing it more and more, putting it in places that I would have put my old stuff. And I ended up actually trying to get the steering to to turn so much, I actually ended up shredding the the drive belt. Wow! Because the, you know I was working the pump so hard, so it's just, it's time to just put full hydro on it and and get it set up.
3: So yeah, yeah
0: that'd be nice. It's a trail rig, so why not?
2: yeah you know i've driven tractors all my life i'll drive i'll drive it around locally Mm -hmm. but and part of was there was probably four or five rigs on ua that were full hydro they had no problem going down the road talking to a couple of them they're like you get used to it you know you got to chase a little more you gotta be a little more mindful of it Mm -hmm. but it's not bad all right
1: I've right well, always been on my soapbox about full hydro on the road, but I'm not even gonna go there today.
0: No, stay off your soapbox. Just put it, put yeah. it
1: back. Put it back I'll, in. The road. I think,
2: maybe I'll just do full
0: hydro and patties.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Someone, can we just disconnect Chris real quick? Just can you? Can you also the... do a
0: stretch? Everything lift while you're at it.
1: Oh my god! Yes.
2: <laughs> oh sure yeah we can do that too yeah, yeah instead
1: dude. of actually lifting something properly just put like huge spacers on the springs but don't change anything yeah. else so all the angles are terrible and everything wears too fast
0: right. do that put some patties on it and uh full hydro for the street and you've got mike ready i need you to like
1: yeah definitely full hydro stretch everything lift kit but like also full hydro uh, wall trailering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> while trailing?
1: Wall oh, trailering right. yeah like wall trailering also like 90 miles an hour wall trailering pull hydro on patties with a stretch everything lift kit now we're talking
0: okay. now you're now you're getting oh. my flavor so, yeah that's so, that's my so, jam what you're
2: saying is you want me to build a Summershine SEMA vehicle
0: yeah
3: exactly <laughs> how, did, how did Summershine get brought into this
1: because you have a stretch everything somebody lift kit. For it? Yeah. <laughs> does your truck have a stretch everything lift kit, Steve? No. For some reason I thought you had done a lift leveling kit on that thing. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a
0: stretch some things lift kit.
1: Oh, it does have Something. a leveling kit on it. Aha. Ah, ha. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, just the front though. It's just a stretch some things lift kit.
1: It's that's a stretch everything lift kit in my book, son. Uh,
0: it didn't stretch anything. Whatever everything stretched. A- I got everything put where it's supposed to be.
1: Hey Steve, are we gonna name our partners uh, like a uh, fire sale style?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my plan. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, Christopher uh, let off his his company and tell us about and let him do that one, and then fire uh, sale. All
2: right. Well, cut contact. To put off road for any of your off road needs. Um.
0: make sure you ask for the
2: website coming guys I guess guess you can say you you heard it here it's the beta site is done we're just waiting for things to get loaded but we are going to have an all new website actually we're taking the shop software the point of sale software the website our you know sell Amazon eBay we're going to bring it all into one new program and the, the navigation on it's pretty cool. It'll be really good when it when it lands. out probably first of the year it should be out.
3: So and T O P
2: ten will still work on there. So
3: woo-hoo! hey, um, still, that's that's had important. To
2: Called today to get an install kit actually. So people are still using it. And well, you know I, get, it, I guess I'm in, I'll throw out there real quick too. If I can't do top ten because sometimes the margins just aren't there, I'm going to get you as good a deal as I can. If you see Yukon or Carly, any of the Randy's brands, uh, Randy's worldwide brands, somewhere else for sale cheaper than what I have it advertised for, call me, email me a link to where it's being sold for that, and I will I will do my best to beat it. Yukon um, products for sure. I will I will match the price plus an extra five percent.
3: Good to know.
0: Yep. Well, check out complete off road if you need any good stuff for your rig.
1: I feel like we never mentioned that complete off road also does like installs and fabrication and and repairs and everything else, too. So if you're in the Dubuque or Iowa area, you can also just go there and be like, fix this or build this. And they can do that for you, too.
2: I don't care where you're from. If you're willing to bring it over and, and drop it off and leave it with us, we can do anything you want. Um, we literally do everything from full restoration, frame off restorations to alignments and it, it, anything in between, except we don't mount and balance tires and we don't do body work.
3: <laughs> we do
2: every other form of restoration. We farm out the body work. We don't have the room for it.
3: So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Only we'll do body work on trail. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah. we'll do body work on the
0: trail. Yeah. I mean, they built this uh, complete offer, built my axles or my drive shafts got. What else have we done? A lot of we've done way more than that.
3: A Basically, cage the, Liberty.
0: the Kate did the cage in the Liberty. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, yeah, it's a full service shop. They can do anything. Terry is a mastermind. And then you get rich out in the shop. You gotta it's, it's nothing they can't do. So if you need something done. Get a hold of them. Uh, all right, ready to... a dream team. It is a what?
2: I said that, you know, I, we definitely have a dream team. Ah um, dream team. you know, between Terry Terry's a master at doing gears, lift kits. Uh, Sam, you know, Sam is learning everything that Terry knows. And uh, quickly adapting to that plus Sam Sam went to school for alignments, you know, and general suspension on that. So having him there doing that stuff. And then you know it sometimes it's dangerous what Rich and I can come up with and fabricate out there. So it if you guys got if anybody got an idea what they want, call me. We'll figure it out.
3: Absolutely.
0: All right, ready to fire sale the rest of them?
1: Yeah. Or are you gonna start?
0: I, I'm gonna just run them off. You
1: ready? You're gonna do all of them? Okay, great, go. Yep.
0: yep. check out Crawler Off Road if you need any kind of off road recovery gear. Check out Off Road Anonymous if you need any kind of fabrication parts or any kind of Milwaukee pack out things. Their website has a ton of stuff on it, so go check it out. Offroadanonymous.com. Check out More Flight, we're gonna have a little bit more about that, or maybe we had already had a little bit more about that. I don't know, you're gonna find out. Check out Morphlate for all of your inflation deflation needs, and if you need a compressor, they got that too. And then check out Rad Designs if you need a shifter, if you need to get your shift right, right your shift together. If you need to get your shift together in your rig, check out Rad Designs, and Roy will take care of you. And I think coming soon will be Radio Pod. If you have a radio in your Jeep, if you're running a um, any kind of a two way style radio, uh, handheld whatever. Uh Radio Pod is gonna have a bunch of accessories for those. So check that out. I think that's really Not just
1: Jeeps. You can run radio pods in your non-jeep, also, Steve. Just saying. Did I say Jeeps? You said Jeeps.
0: Ah, well, yeah. You hey, your your rig. I want to shout out two of those sponsors real
2: quick. Ultimate Adventure. We had a rad design shifter on it that worked flawlessly. Yep. It is featured in Rick payways video. They they talk about the rad design shifter. Um, we also had a Morflate system and compressor, the 106 Pro. That was awesome. At the end of the day of trail, everybody else is or you know, airing down day day of the morning of trail or get back, having to air back up to just plug that in, hit the button and let it go. Um Morflate hooked us up with that for the for UA. It's you'll see in a lot of the videos, they didn't let us talk about it because you know sponsor things but uh there's some product placement there you'll see it
3: absolutely so
2: those guys i can't say enough about those two companies and how much they helped us out on ua
0: and oh if this isn't already mentioned in the podcast which it may be we may put it in there um there is currently works on a group buy going on for a 10.6 pro psi pro so derek lassini has talked with tyler uh of Morphlate, and they're working on a group buy so if you're interested in a Morphlate 10.6 psi pro um be sure to reach out to is derek heading that up mike
1: uh as far as i know yes i think okay. that we just needed to uh, like Know everybody that was in and then uh, try yeah. to see what kind of deal we get. Obviously, the more the merrier, the more the people want to buy, the better deal everyone is going to get. I'm going to be yep. one of those people because I definitely want one.
0: And so, yeah, we're looking to get, I think, ideally, we'd like to get about 30 buyers into the group buy um, to get the max discount. And that max discount is pretty damn good. Um, I will have more details as this goes on. This group buy will be available for at least a couple weeks, I think. To get where we need to get, um, so if you're interested at all, at least get your name in the hat. Get a hold of Derek, uh, just shoot him a message and ask about the group buy, and I'm sure he will clue you in a little bit more. So, if we didn't already mention that in the podcast, there is your filler.
1: Thanks, Steve. That's it? Is that all we got? I think we need to switch on over to the Patrons. You ready
0: to go to the Patreon? Yep. All right, thanks for joining us for episode 192, and we'll catch you on the trail later.